and we begin the week on Culture File in a cloud of unknowing, but in the company of Tygo Sullivan. For his latest voyage into the endless space of the unknown, the filmmaker goes in search of an origin story for our datafied world and finds it in 1880. What were the skies like when you were young? They went on forever. When I, we lived in Arizona, and the skies always had little fluffy clouds in them. And, uh, they were I was born, I was told, at the start of a remarkably hot summer. It was, I was told, a summer of endless, cloudless skies. At that time, it was one of the hottest summers recorded, beaten since into mid-table mediocrity by a series of subsequent heat waves which I have a patchwork of vivid memories and a few photos in folders somewhere. The last seven years have been the hottest since records began, a phrase that is generally understood to mean since 1880, when continuously recorded climate information became truly global. The late 19th century was an era of data and statistics, of census analysis, of business indices, of educational records, the recording of detailed information, the plotting of graphs over time, the improvement of future outcomes through insight from past trends. These were the ultra-modern ideas of the day, folded into advances in mathematics, concepts from evolutionary biology, high-speed communication, and a general codification of knowledge and things. 1884 saw the invention of the machine-readable punched card, an innovation that encouraged and accelerated the use of data and statistics in public health, business, population analysis, meteorology, and countless other fields. Herman Hollerith's invention, a kind of machine memory, would become the backbone of 20th century computing. In 1911, his company merged with three others to become the Computing Tabulating Recording Company, renamed in 1924 IBM. 1884 was also the year in which Jorge Luis Borges, writing in 1942, chose to set one of his greatest stories, Funes, the Memorius. It is the tale of a Uruguayan savant, Irineo Funes, who after an accident is left with a seemingly infinite capacity for memory. In the town of Freybentos, the narrator meets Funes, who claims, I myself alone have more memories than all mankind since the world began. The young man sits alone in a dark room, able to recall days of his life in their entirety. He remembered not only every leaf of every tree in every patch of forest, but every time he had remembered or imagined that leaf. He knew the forms of the clouds in the southern sky on the morning of April 30th, 1882. Local meteorological records exist prior to 1880, of course. An entire science, paleoclimatology, reaches back millennia, mapping the world's climate across time, using tree rings, ice cores, the shells of ancient crustaceans, chemical deposits, and other proxies. The human record of our weather is vast, however incomplete and unscientific. From oral histories of great floods to accounts of failed harvests to the timeless obsession of artists with the sky, there is no shortage of material from historians of the weather. Within the arts, the most dramatic example is surely 1816, the year without a summer. Across Europe, 
a great red-tinged cloud hung in the sky, carried from Indonesia, where the previous April, Mount Tambora had erupted in one of the most devastating volcanic events the world has ever seen. Hail and frosts marked a remarkable June in the northern hemisphere. Crops failed, and a continent reeling from years of war fell under a dark spell. The English writer Shelley and her husband-to-be Percy travelled to Lake Geneva. Stuck inside, in the miserable weather, they took to telling horror stories. Frankenstein emerged from this gloom. Elsewhere, painters such as Caspar David Friedrich, Joseph Turner and John Crome captured the strange skies, the perpetual darkness, the eerily faint sun, the clouds, the endless clouds. Looking at the paintings of 1816, it is hard not to feel a shiver at the apocalyptic, murky haze that hangs over everything, to feel a chill at the sight of this cold, red world. These events mark a kind of twilight of the subjective record, occurring as they did mere years before the first photograph and the dawn of the great statistical age in which we still live. The world since that time has been measured and recorded in ever greater detail. Information and image, the two strands of a new objectivity, steadily accrued over the century that followed, in the service of business, science, education, sports, technology, finding darker application in the areas of eugenics, criminology, security, war, exploding finally into almost every aspect of human life, from Fitbits to key performance indicators, the relentless mining of data turns up new ways of measuring, recording, predicting, knowing every day. Our infinite library of information is kept on an infinite series of punched cards that spin incessantly, consuming enough energy to affect the climate data that are in there somewhere. Graphs of global temperatures with their relentless upward trajectories are lost in a rising sea of data, a vast cloud of unknowing. If you search the more obscure corners of YouTube for clouds, you find all sorts of strange and pointless things. Five hours of flying through Cirrus and Cumulus, set to soothing music. A handheld shot of the sky from a bus stop in London, 2012. Dutch bad weather in 2011. Through IBM's new Blue Cloud offering, businesses, governments and researchers can do things they never imagined with cloud computing. You can recall, if you like, the clouds in the southern sky on the morning of April 30th, 2022 when Borges' narrator visits Irenaeo Funes for the last time, he finds the young man tormented by his own mind. He can sleep only by turning to the one point on the horizon unknown to him, a peaceful blank space that mercifully evokes no memory. In spite of the infinite knowledge that Funes can call to mind at any instant, our narrator suspects that he was not very good at thinking, to think, is to ignore or forget differences, to generalize, to abstract. In the teeming world of Irenaeo Funes, there was nothing but particulars. That was Tygo Sullivan there, in and out of a cloud of not knowing.